Hello and welcome to the Silver King's War. I'm Michael Sievers, the writer, producer, and creator of this podcast series about my father's Second World War as a B-26 bombardier. Today we continue in the Silver King's letters, Dearest Ones, that he wrote from Europe in July of 1945. He's waiting on word of what's next and when he'll be going home. And he writes a second letter on July 8th, 1945, from A72. Dearest ones, this was a beautiful Sunday, really one of the few nice ones we've had, and receiving two letters and a package from you made it even more beautiful. I do thank you for the mail and the food. The package was mailed June 16th, so the cap should be here any day now. Needless to say how completely surprised I was at Lee's contemplating enlistment in the Merchant Marine. I was afraid they would reach him sooner or later, though this idea of the Merchant Marine seems to be a good one. I'm really sorry he has to go. As you say, it doesn't seem right to call married men now that the war here is over. But you must remember that every day men are being discharged, men who have seen combat, and someone must take their place. I'm quite sure he has made the wisest move as the branches of service hold nothing for him whatsoever. Will this six months training at Sheepshead Bay entitle him to a commission? I understand this place is located in Brooklyn. I do feel sorry for Leona and the children, but she shouldn't take it so hard. The war will probably be over within six months. If it isn't, then she can start worrying. There's no use making things worse than they are, and I'm sure it isn't making Lee feel any better. Now that you're there with her, you should be able to make her realize this. She's been pretty damn lucky so far, and now, with the end so near, she should consider herself most fortunate. Since Lee will be in Brooklyn, I'll probably see him before the rest of you. Today I have excellent news for you. It isn't that I'm leaving for the States, but it's the next thing to it. All the fellows ahead of me on the list, except one, are leaving tomorrow. Yes, after tomorrow, I shall be next to the highest man in the squadron. That means one more call from headquarters, and I shall be on my way. So my next letter might be the one with the news I've been waiting so long to write. Just imagine the surprise. I'm as excited as a kid with a new toy. Things are working out okay after all. Your having a wart is a surprise. I never remember it. But I'm glad you had it removed without any trouble. I'll write again tomorrow if there are any new developments. Keep well. Love to Ida. I love you and miss you, Stan. Our hero, the Silver King continues his role as the chief family advisor about the war 
and about how to keep things in context. His brother-in-law, Lee Bernstein, is thinking about joining the Merchant Marine. Men, of course, need to be replaced as they return home from combat or air war. And Lee, who has been 1A, uh, is a family man. He's got two children with Stanley's sister, Leona. And everyone has been worried about what's ahead. At the same time, Stanley is more optimistic than ever about his return from Europe. The news is improving as he writes to his family on July 10th, 1945, from A72. Dearest ones, this is the letter I've been waiting to write for the past 10 months, and I'm so excited I'm afraid I won't be very coherent. Yes, after 10 months of anxiety and loneliness, I can say the precious words that have been stored in my mind. Mom and Dad, I'm on my way home. It's true this time. I received the wonderful news late last night that I leave here tomorrow morning. Although I was expecting as much, it's still hard to believe that I'm actually leaving. It surely came sooner than I had expected. I only wish I could see your face when you read this. Since you'll probably be in Chicago, Mother, and Dad, you'll be the first to know. Will you please call, Mother? You probably would anyhow, but I just want to make sure she knows as soon as possible. I'm not writing anyone else because I'm so excited I can't sit still long enough. You'll have to carry the news to the rest of the family. So on the receipt of this, you can stop all my correspondence. Here's the way it will work. Tomorrow afternoon, I will be flown to Paris. There is a depot there which I will have to report to. That's as much as I know now. There are three ways I can be moved out of there. Either I will go from there to England to catch a boat, or I will catch a boat from a port here in France, or, by a slight possibility, I will catch a plane direct for the U.S. Which of these it will be, I don't know, but I'm hoping for the plane. In that way, I can be home in no time at all, while by boat it would take some time. Consequently, I can give you no clue when I shall arrive in the States. It might be a week or two months. If I should happen to go by plane, I would be there before this letter. So if you haven't heard from me when you receive this, you can take it for granted I'm on a boat. I have one and only one regret of leaving this God-forsaken country. And that is my best buddy is not going with me. He is without doubt the swellest guy I have ever met and ever hoped to meet. His name is Joe Dunlop from Ohio. I don't believe I ever wrote you about him. So when I get home, I can tell you about him. Unfortunately, he has one mission less than I and didn't make the list. I do Hate to leave him after being together for a year, but I have hopes of him 
catching me in Paris, since he is so close behind. Other than that, I have never been so glad in all my life to leave one spot. I'm sure from my previous letters you can understand this. Thank goodness yesterday I received the cap and ties. Thanks a million for doing it as I asked. The cap is exactly what I wanted. Now I can go home looking as I should. I also received your letter of June 2nd today. It was a wonderful send-off present. I'm going to miss your letters every day until I get home. Bill was down to see me yesterday, but I didn't get to see him. I was flying when he got in and was gone before I got down. I really wanted to see him, and am sorry I didn't. He left word that he expects to go home soon, so I'm hoping I'll meet him in Paris. I canceled my allotment today. The one for July will be the last one. Well, I must close now and start packing. I won't promise to write soon because I don't know where or when I'll be. Just be patient from here on in and know I'm on my way. Good night for the last time from France. I'll see you soon. Love to Ida. I love you and miss you, Stan. As Stanley writes with palpable excitement about his return to the States and closes by wishing his parents good night and adieu for the last time from France, we have reached the end of his letters, Dearest Ones, from July of 1945, from Europe. And you are listening to The Silver King's War. <laughs>